please be advised because this is it like Pennywise because everything's dope down here right here on Lake Fuse bringing you the news you may or may not choose but AY refuse because the fuse is lit because come on I'm saying we'll bring you everything you need to know to stay in the know with everything around the way so we are Breaks and Lakes bringing you the mighty morphine contents producing maniacal megalomatic shit i don't know what we do but we do it well my name is derek my name is justice what it does feeling refreshed feeling pretty good well there you go yeah At the same time you know have you seen the it movie yet i have not seen it have you seen the original no good i'm not alone on that shit everyone's making me feel like such a fucking idiot like, because you haven't seen it yeah you live with a bunch of movie buffs though well that's the thing like i've it has always been in the common lexicon of like one of those movies you don't watch yeah. alone or like after dark and shit because everyone's like it's the scariest fucking thing that's why i hate clowns and whatnot <laughs> and it's like i don't know it's just i never i saw like clips of it one time at a party but we were doing other shit oh yeah so i really never finished it but yeah. i, I kind of get the appeal and now they're redoing the film and i've heard pennywise and this one is like a motherfucker is pennywise the name of the clown yeah that makes a lot of sense in a lot of different ways because there's like a lot of references to Pennywise in a lot of everything. Hell yeah. It makes a lot of sense now. Yeah, I yeah. know. Like, it's he's a creepy motherfucker, but hey, I respect it. You gotta respect the horror villains. But you know what? We're gonna be doing more than just chilling. We're gonna be talking to a lot of dope cats. We're gonna check in with Fremont's own C-Free about his new project, Nothing New, as well yeah, yeah, as yeah. his release show and everything that he's put into it. And then we're also gonna find out about a cat from Savannah, Georgia, signed to Strange Famous. Gonna be stopping out this Sunday at Honey for the Rise of Fall Autumn Showcase. He goes by name of Dope Knife, and we're gonna cut it up and slice into a lot of great topics, as well as find out what what's good with him because you know we need to start cultivating a way to accept independent artists coming into town you know yeah absolutely um i mean like basically because they know the people we know the people or like yeah they're a part of it they're coming in to enjoy this just like we do absolutely and the biggest thing too is like uh having a good conversation uh last week is like how can we like develop a better way to actually network and you know keep everyone like still supporting like people that come into town so yeah. we can continue to be a spot that is progressive enough to actually recognize talent when it's here right because that does happen uh, we kind of made in some ways we made ourselves like fly over country quote unquote true yeah shout out to tip that was a real ass tweet for uh you know why pre-sale tickets ain't going and that's why we don't get big ass shows which yeah it's a piece of the puzzle but tip definitely understands the hustle itself but while we're talking about people to recognize yeah, let's yeah. recognize that production right there where we came that in. was two for one i'm gonna run that back a little bit here i'm saying uh hold on yeah yeah that's two for one that was a beat he made is that right yeah apparently he's getting into production now Man. dope Ill um, three still is one of the illest. Yeah. So shout out to two for one. Here it comes. He's, it's gonna roll back. Come on, come on. Let it run. Is it there? Let it, it run. Should be. But it's not working for whatever reason. Uh, It'll be there in the post. We'll fix it in post. Fix <laughs> it in post. But yo, shout out to two for one. Shout out to Franz. Shout out to Freeze. Yeah. But if He's you gonna be uh, having a show this week, Friday, right? Yeah. Late pass dance party over at the Viking Bar. Shout out to DJ Lo. David Kellner's on there too. Mm-hmm. Cadillac of Tokyo. Ooh, that's a banger right there. Yeah. And some live art, special guests. So you already know. Just come through. I know there's a lot of shit happening on Friday, but if you come through and just want to kick it, 
over in the south side, or not south side, the West Bank. Like, that's like a pretty good show to go see. And Two for One is really coming back and showing everything that he's learned from being on the road and being someone that actually took a stand for a lot of this shit, especially yeah. water rights and everything with the no dapple shit. So, he hey, really shout out exactly to him. Right. Dude's great. I fucking love that guy. No, he's a, he's a real dude. Real activist, real genuine soul. So, shout yeah. out to him. And who else is going to rap about planting a garden? Yeah, the Sage Patch Kid. Man, that motherfucker is cold. Well, he knows what it's about, that's for damn sure. Yeah. But what yo, else we got on the show? I don't know. I think we got a little bit of music from... We got some new stuff from Malloy, England. Free Wi-Fi's got a new track. Yep, yep, yep. So yeah. does Wykalik. That one's got Student One on it. Uh, we got a couple other tracks we'll get into as well. But right now, we're going to get into this track from Corbin. Hey. His, this is the title track. The title track to his new album, Mourn. And... Uh, gonna be going to that show tomorrow you're not gonna make it but you're you're being on the radio exactly i got places to be but, but i'm gonna be there it's gonna be pretty cool i'm excited about it see what he's got to do yeah especially in the hometown too with slow-mo and dj uh d triple three j i don't know how to pronounce that shit d triple three or double double three j deej maybe deej i don't know that's uh some like saved by the bell shit right there is it i never watch this shit is that saved by the bell no, 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 that was uh, not Saved by the Bell. Full full house. Yeah, everywhere <laughs> you go, everywhere. It's the hot, it's the hot. need to hold on to. <laughs> yeah, nothing like uh, college days where you just, everyone stops what they're doing and just goes and watch Full House and talk shit and possibly on some stuff. So, yeah. I don't know. Shout out to Prof for winning that beef with John Stamos. <laughs> he had a beef with John Stamos? You didn't know that? No, I missed that. All right, so let's break it down once When time. did this happen? This is like before liability drop. Okay. Like probably like good year before that. And for some reason, like John Stamos and Prof were going at it. And like they were like all sorts of like DM shit and like just fighting back and forth. <laughs> and like for some reason, uh, like John Stamos is like an uber Prof fan. Really? Yeah. And, like, he was, like, being a fanboy about it and, like, processed some slick shit. And then it's kind of, like, it was a battle of the egos at that point. Where yeah. Prof is one of those dudes where he can roast somebody if he needs to. And I don't think John Stamos knew what time it was. So, you know, his uh, Greek yogurt-eating ass really just got eat <laughs> the fuck up by Prof. And I think they squashed it on stage. Everything's all cool. But, <laughs> hell, it was even in the song Bar Breaker where he's like, Y'all remember when I run the beef with John Stamos? <laughs> I was like, hell yeah. Hell yeah. You do pedophile jokes, I'll kill you, is what John Stamos sent to Prof at one point. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, it's kind of a sharp thing right there. Ha! It was all about John Stamos... Or Prof not following John Stamos? Yeah, I guess so. So, let's run it back a little bit of a moment of Minnesota hip-hop history as we speak. Yeah. Why don't you recite the tweets within question? So, this was March 6, 2014. John Stamos looks like he DM'd uh, Prof. Hey, Prof, why aren't you following me anymore? You, should, uh, you seem like a hotshot. You shouldn't be afraid of me. Follow me. <laughs> March 6, 2014 at 10:48 p.m. I love it when that's like the that's the old person like uh 2 a.m. like Twitter shit. Yeah. That's like Donald Trump kind of shit. No, Donald Trump he he just doesn't <clears throat> sleep and when he passes out for some 
fucking coked out reason, then shit just gets awry. Whereas this is like, okay, whatever. So anyway, proceed. What are we going to proceed to? I was going to say, aren't you reading? Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know. You got to look it up for yourself, basically. Yeah. And you know what? Let's make it a little easier for you. I had an interview with Prof back in the day talking about this. Yeah. Let's just let's jump into this clip right here where he's talking about, you know, the beef with John Stamos and really just relive that right here. Lake views. The end there, you really kind of touch back on the John Stamos beef. You know, congrats once again. That was that was some something else. But <laughs> have you like felt uh, anything after that? Like, has Stamos reached out afterwards, or have you like you know gone on to you know put more gas in the fire? Like, what's good? No, I mean we 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 talked uh, when it when it went crazy that one night, and Twitter just kind of blew up and. People didn't even really actually believe what was happening. I didn't either. You know what I'm saying? Like, he threatened to take my life on Twitter. I was like, yes! <laughs> you know, that's exactly what I wanted. Um, but then that night, you know, we went back and forth and back and forth. And then he was just like, he'd like and he called me up and we had a really long conversation. This was a while ago. Hmm. And then since, you know, we, we, you know, got to know each other and we were like, all right. And, you know, at the end of the conversation, like, we were kind of like giving each other props. Because he he's been a fan and he's tried to see my shows when I rolled through, um, LA and sometimes he'd go through LA and he wouldn't he promised to see a show and one time he didn't so then I got you know I, I, I just started smashing him some more online or whatever um, but I mean it all worked out man um, we talk every once in a while exchange emails like that well that's what's up is, is he more like Uncle Jesse in real life or is he definitely on a well I mean he's not like Uncle Jesse in real life I mean I think this dude's I think he's got a dark side so I don't know. I don't. I don't know him too well, but you know, I've talked to him here and there. And yeah, I mean, he's he's more than just Uncle Jesse. Obviously, he. he I think he just uh, came out of rehab for like a month or something like that, back at it or whatever. So, I mean, I've I've kind of stopped going at him after after we talked. So, I mean, that's why I consider you know I'm like, want to beef with John Stamos? So, yeah, I want to beef with him. Like I picked him out. Now now we know each other. He called me. I won. That's what I wanted. <laughs> I'll say. <laughs> well, there you have it. Prof, telling us about John Stamos beef. Yeah. I love the fact that that is an actual question within an interview. But that was also the pretense before the questions and debates, topics that have devolved into such fucking cesspool of knowledge. What's your dick size in relation to your hand <laughs> in an actual presidential debate? Did you, when was that? Was that the interview you did at the red carpet? Uh, that was uh, for the first Prof Outdoors, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So it was a couple years back, but, you know, shout out to Prof. He's a real dude. Hell yeah. But, yo, let's, let's get, get into back. this shit here from Corbin because, yes. you know, big deal, big album. If you haven't heard it yet, you know, you should Listen look into it. it. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm getting used to it myself. Like, there's stuff that I am not just, it's not part of my wheelhouse, but right. I appreciate what it is. And I think you should too, especially this title track right here. So, you know, stop out to the Amsterdam Thursday night tonight. You already know. It's more Lake Views.
Yeah, putting on for the dial tone and bringing the style on right here at Lake Views. That was Ben Reza. That was dial tone? Dial tone, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, hit the line. You already know what time it is. Is He's been doing a lot of work with, like, Free Living, Y. Kalik production for a couple of things that he's doing over there. Same That's with Camel right. on Clouds. Yeah. And I feel like everyone kind of sleeps on him as an MC. So, I don't know. I'm just saying... Dude's very versatile, very talented. Don't sleep because, man, he's living. It's true, true. And before that, we had Mourn, which is the title track. You do a good job of that. Not going to lie. I can impersonate someone pretty decently. Yeah. And Corbin's one of those dudes. But, hey, shout out to Corbin. Everyone in the standard. Like, that's it's a project that's meant to be appreciated. And yeah, I need to sit with it a little bit longer. But... That track I love, like instantaneously. That was the vibe. Yeah, and the whole thing isn't quite like that, but I think if you can find what you like in that track, you might be able to find it in other places on the album too. Right. You yeah. just gotta know what you're looking for. And uh, yeah, I'm gonna be looking forward to that show coming up tonight. Yeah, Amsterdam Barn Hall. Yeah, yeah. Wish Slomo and DJ Deej. So DJ Deej. That's what we're gonna go for on that one. Yeah. yeah. Sorry on your name in advance. But one name you should not sleep on is the homie Seafree, as he dropped a banger of a project that's been long awaited for some time called Nothing New. And so, of course, we had to find out what's really good with this dude because he's putting on and really just taking a lot of leads, taking a lot of advice, and really putting it into practice and showing you the playbook. And not only that, having the album released this Sunday over at the Nomad. And it's going to be quite the time. So you know what? Let's find out what's good on his mind. This is C Free. And this track right here is the first one off the project and produced by Freemind's own Daywalker. Shout out, dude. Because this right here, you already know what to do. Fuck with him. This is fuck with me. Right here. Lake Views. Tryna tell me what to do, I swear that they gon' have to do it out me Yeah, the kid get a lot of cut, he had to up the hustle, yeah, I moved him out Loud, keep my thoughts truly cloudy, so to tell you the truth, I could do without it If a bitch try to box me in, try to stop my ends, then I'm really out it I'ma get it if I gotta take it, it ain't nothing they can fucking do about me I got bitches that be so in love that they don't even know what they would do without me Did some jail time through the county, but I beat the charges, so I made it out it Had a baby with a crazy lady, and I swear that shit just made me who I am yeah. Brought me into my manhood, so it made me a man When I'm out, I gotta stun shit, I might fuck your bitch, cause I can Been in debt, had to hustle the feet, account money's like a hobby to me Ain't nobody really fucking with me, fucking with me I can't remember the last time I had to tell a bitch to take a clothes off Every time I get a girl in a room and they let me hit it till I doze off I don't worry about the hoes, dog. I just worry about my O's, dog. Fire myself from my own job. I make more at my home job. I got a plan to hate on the man. Tell him get out of my way. Flipping the grams, making the bands. That's the best part of my day. Drinking my hair, hoes in my bed. I fuck him, got no time to waste. Get some pussy, then I call it a day. Fishy niggas throwing salt on my name. I got a plan to hate on the man. Tell him get out of my way. Flipping the grams, making the bands. That's the best part of my day. Drinking my hand, hoes in my bed, I fuck them, got no time to waste Get some pussy, then I call it a day Fishy niggas throwing salt on my name Fucking with me, it's fucking with us Stay with my team, pussy money That's just a plus, you know what I mean Chasing my dreams, get 
to the bucks. That is a must. Don't give a fuck. Living it up. That's why all these bitches giving it up. I got people talking down on me and what's crazy, they don't even know me, nigga. I got bitches going down on me. I don't love that hoe. She just my trophy, nigga. I got loud if you know me, nigga. I ain't selling to you if you owe me, nigga. I ain't never going for the okie, nigga. They don't know my business. I'm a low-key, nigga. I used to pick up an ounce. Now I get different amounts. They put the bread in accounts. I had that shit in the house. They couldn't figure me out, but I'm like, look at me now, look at me now. Niggas really looking up to me now. Can't nobody really fuck with me now. I got a plan to hate on the man. Tell him get out of my way. Flipping the grams, making the bands. That's the best part of my day. Drinking my hair, hoes in my bed. I fuck him, got no time to waste. Get some pussy, then I call it a day. Fishy niggas throwing salt on my name. I got a plan to hate on the man. Tell him get out of my way. Flipping the grams, making the bands. That's the best part of my day. Drinking my hand, hoes in my bed. I fuck him, got no time to waste. Get some pussy, then I call it a day. Fishy niggas throwing salt on my name. Alright, right now we are out in the stew getting down and finding out what is really new with the man who just dropped a new project called Nothing New. You already know him. You know him as C Free. What's good, sir? Hey, what's poppin'? What's going down? Yeah, you know what it is. Just trying to be. Yeah. But you know, for those that don't know, you came out with your long awaited project, Nothing yeah. New, which is bringing a lot of new elements to the game and really making people look at you a whole new way. So let's talk about the title. What is nothing new? Why? Well, pretty much when I, you know, when I came up with it, it was kind of like uh, bitches, money, and fucking hustling. Like this is like an everyday life for like people like me. So when I came up with it, I kind of was just like, well, what's a good title for it? Nothing new. Like this is my everyday life. This is my everyday reality. So that's kind of how I came up with nothing new. You know what I'm saying? It's just same old, same old. Okay, so I was going to say, like, listening to the whole project, there is kind of a theme going. Like you are saying, you know, women, money, you know, just getting it in. Yeah, 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 for sure. It's like a hustler's ambition just put to ten tracks. Right, So it's like something that everyone, I feel like, is going through it, understands, can relate to. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, all right, this is the soundtrack. And if someone looking in, like, how do I really get on, you're you're giving them the blueprint right there, the playbook. Exactly. That's exactly what yeah, so I don't know. I guess how long has this project been going? Because I know we've been talking about this for on and off, like, ever since <laughs> we met. So, yo, how long has this project been in the work? Well, honestly, uh, I was, I recorded, every song that's on this project was not even intentionally supposed to be on the project. Like, I recorded, like, 30 to 40 songs before, like, I started really getting into my, like, mojo as far as, like, establishing, like, a sound for it. You know what I'm saying? And then, like... It just kind of all came together late, later, and then I took, like, out of 40, 50 songs and, like, took the best out of that and then put it on there. You know what I'm saying? But these songs, I had already wrote the, like, whole thing and had it done when I first met, you know, Sean Lyrics. Yeah, yeah. And we were, like, we're going to—I had, it like, done a rough, like, thing of it at um, a home studio. So okay. I brought it to Sean, and I was like, yeah, what do you think of this? He was like, oh, we'll, we'll work on it. We'll record it. And um, we recorded it, and then we just started making mad music after that. And then we were just like, damn, these songs are good, but these songs over here are, like, great. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it kind of just came together like that. Okay, yeah. fair enough. And I have to admit, as far as cats that can actually use an auto-tune on the voice, you know how to make that shit work when you <laughs> oh, yeah. sing. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, man, kudos that's, that's on that. that uh, that's that rap sing swag. That's, that's kind of the way, you know, that's what we call it. That's what Sean's been basically been yeah, doing, for exactly, sure. yeah. But, yeah, on top of all that, you know, one of the things that's 
uh, been said in the music is you are looking at yourself like an underdog. People kind of like just discounting you at times, kind of like underestimating your full capabilities. But on this, you really just kind of, you really just show up and really just resize yourself to be a real pivotal player in the game. So, you know, what's your uh, thoughts as an underdog right now? Like, why do you feel like you're still like kind of discounted? Well, you know, um, social social networking is a bitch. Like, I mean, some everybody's not great at it. Yep. And you know, I'm great at making music. I can make a hundred songs in a month, but it's about more than that. The networking part. You know what I'm saying? And that's something that I'm still learning and getting better at. And mm-hmm. I feel like that's something that kind of held me back. You know, in the earlier days. But I've been recording music since 14. I feel like I'm really not new to the scene. as far as like as long as I've been recording music you know what I'm saying but it's just like I feel like I'm not getting that much recognition and people aren't really taking the time to hear me out and listen to my music you know I get that yeah but it's it's coming yeah and people are really starting to wake up to especially with the whole free minds movement with like what Gaines has been doing to blaze trail and allow everyone to step up including yourself yeah so what have you been learning from his uh, strides right now and you know just kind of seeing the progress he's made and what you want to implement on your own game well I gotta start with talking about lately like his shows like you know throwing pizza and you know all them shits man just going crazy Um, I just I'm learning a lot from him, man. I'm I'm really like just sitting back and observing and seeing him grow as an artist and I'm I'm really, you know, I'm taking I'm taking little things in here and there from him and I'm I'm going to start putting that towards my music and my hustle in the music. So, okay. Yeah. So I know you guys have shared a couple stages here and there. Yeah, and no, yeah. Yeah, you both turn up yeah. at the same time. Yeah. Was it just the other weekend where he shows up with, like, the, was it, I don't know what the hell that shit is that he had in the back where he starts firing, like, the, the, the like cannon? smoke? Yeah. Yeah, like, that shit was crazy, man. Like, after I seen that, I was like, okay, so you're taking this shit to a whole new level. Like, okay, I see you, so... Well, are you going to raise the bar? You got a super soaker or some shit? You got, like, some, <laughs> like, uh, super I don't soaker. know. Yeah, that, I mean... I don't know yet, man. I don't know. Maybe I might start doing backflips during sets. I don't know. I Careful can flip now. Pretty good. I've done it before, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I just hit a note on stage one time, like one time for the one time. But, you just gotta be careful, though. It's that one time where you're like kind of half in it, half stepping, just like <laughs> you know, ah, fuck it, let's just do the backflip, and you just like biffing. That'll be like on everything, left and right. Just yeah. like see the guy fake a backflip. <laughs> nah, I won't let that happen. Yeah. Nah. But yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm coming up with new ideas, you know. I'm just learning right now, observing. So, okay. Yeah. At the same time, you got a lot of great people on the project as well that have been learning and helping you teach uh, a lot of great things. You got Dwinnell on there, yeah. Lyric, Chansa, yeah. Man Gaines. Like, yeah. it's, a, it's a who's who. Yeah, no. So. And that's what I wanted. It's, it's really a collaboration project, you know, but... You know, I just kind of looked at who I really like liked in the scene and whose music I really fucked with and whose vibes that I really fucked with, you know, personally, like just genuinely in person, like, you know, feeling that the connection, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, oh, I like this guy. He's a cool dude. Like, I'd like to work with him. I kind of already like his music and I know he's kind of grinding in the music scene. So I work with him. And that's kind of how I came along with Lyric, Donnell, Sean, obviously Gaines and you know Chanel she's mm. on the R&B song so. yeah that one was cool by the way you like that one yeah cool yeah man she's trying to do her thing and come up so shout out to her 
Absolutely. I like that song in particular because, you know, the whole project, as we were saying before, is about, you know, the hustler ambition where you just like money, women, yeah. get it, get respect. Yeah. Where that one, you just kind of like flip it on his head. Like, yo, you're trying to like make it work. And you're yeah. like, I got I'm caught up in the grind. Where yeah. She's like, why aren't you caught up with us? Yeah, so exactly. Man, why'd you why'd you have to bring it back there? Because you have a track on there about getting real soft and turning down the lights in the apartment. OK, yeah. And then you go all the way to 180 on that like uh, <laughs> we actually have a real girl song where the other one's just like getting a girl song yeah no um it, it's kind of like just my reality you know what i'm saying like just being in um, relationships like that where it's like i'm caught up with the music and the hustling and trying to you know get this money and get you know get the recognition get the respect all these different things but then i got this girlfriend who needs my attention and i don't have enough time for all of that at once and I'm still trying to figure out the balance of it but just understand once we get there once I get there we're good I got you you know what I'm saying like right and that's kind of what it was work for you actually the secret to that song that song was actually about a, a stripper that I dated I see that's I why it's like uh, uh get off at 2 a.m work to 2 yeah, yeah. I was I was worried about that like I hope they don't think I'm saying 2 p.m I mean no like 2 yeah. p.m that's some afternoon delight shit yeah like, I don't know what they're on like right. some like early morning first right. shift so yeah, it's like you know you get off at two. I understand, and you know I get tired. You know I might be sleeping, but you know I got work for you. Whenever you get home, just buzz up. The door will be unlocked. I got you. You know what I'm saying? But that's kind of how that one came along. All right. Yeah. Hey, different hustle, man. Yeah. Yeah. But man, definitely yeah. learned. For sure. For sure. And then uh, another track on there that I really liked. I think it was on Solo Vision with Topper. Is you had a lot in there. You like you get a rep from Minnesota. But at the same time, yeah. yeah, I know what you're talking about. Uh, the it was like uh, rep Minnesota to the death or till I die, and then but at the same time, it's funny thing about that song. That was the last song that I put together for the project. It was like last minute call, and I was just like, I'm gonna just record it and see what happens. And I recorded, and I was like, dude, this has to go on the project. So yeah. I actually cut another song and put that one on there. Word, yeah, just because of the beat or just the way you were feeling. Ah man, well. I just kind of, yeah, I, you know, the song, man, I kind of needed that kind of song, you know, on there. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I just wanted, the other song that I had was a little slower. And I was like, well, I already got two slow songs. Gotcha. You, you know need to I'm pick saying? up the tempo. Exactly. So I'm not going to keep it too slow the whole time. So. Of course, Topper ain't no slouch either. So no. shit. Shout out to Topper, man. He kills it. Man, every time. Every time. But yeah, the lyric that was on there, though, I forget what it is, but it was on the context of, you know, you're going to rep Minnesota rep to Minnesota till I die. die. But, but it's all for nothing because there's no support. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, that, yo, man. let's talk about that because it seems like a constant theme where a lot of people just have a quick Twitter rant yeah. or a quick like Instagram post and then they'll shut up for a few days and get right back to the grind. Yeah. And you see this time and time again. So from your perspective, where's the disconnect, man? Like, how do you feel about it all? It's just kind of like, man, like. This is my hometown, you know what I'm saying? I'm not actually born and raised here, but I'm raised here. You know what I'm right. saying? I was born in Illinois, but I'm raised here. So it's like, I'm, even if y'all don't show me the love, I'm a, I always got love for Minnesota, you know. Either way, I know eventually one day y'all see me. I just hope it's before I actually blow up. You know, I kind of want y'all to, like, help Minnesota to help build me up and, and feel like I got Minnesota behind my back while I'm on my way up instead of them just, you know, hopping on later. Like, you know right. what I'm saying? So. It's kind of just like, man, like, res pay respect where it's due. Don't be so biased. You know what I'm saying? It, it's, it's not all about whose name is popping right now. You know, 
show respect to those who have good music and then that's how their name gets popping you know what i'm saying like and i, I know like there's people out there like me like, they like being the first to kind of find something and be like oh shit i've been i've been rocking with this guy since day one it's kind of yeah. like wiz khalifa's like watching the growth like i'm one of those type of people so like I'm like come on where y'all at you know what i'm saying show me love i need that yeah it definitely is like there's a lot of support out here but at the same time it's just kind of like a it's a come and go support like everyone's not there like constantly so you know you get that buzz rolling for the, like the first couple days of a release or something yeah and then it just kind of like fades out or just gets real silent for a while yeah and then just kind of builds back up and you know you hear people like basically like start getting i wouldn't say like anxious but just kind of like disappointed yeah and how it's not like a continued thing especially mm-hmm. with like so many people that are about local music yeah so no, yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely, man. Like, I feel like it's it's somebody from your hometown, you know. Why not support? You know what I'm saying? And I always, I be on. Sometimes I'll, I'll be just sitting there on the right, right, write something on Facebook, and I'll be thinking like, I just want to call out all these motherfuckers I went to school with. <laughs> yep. Like, why aren't y'all listening to my music? Like, y'all know me, y'all see me out, and y'all like, oh, you still doing music? Like, you care? Mm-hmm. But it's like the plays ain't adding up, though. You know what I'm saying? Y'all ain't yeah. really listening to it, you know. It's just kind of like, man, like, you know someone, you they they from where you from, y'all cool, why not support the music, you know what I'm saying? And just in general, just, I, I support, I got homies who play sports who are still trying to go to the NBA or still trying to go to the, um you know, NFL, yeah. and I support them, you know, I'm like, yeah, that's what's up, man, keep doing what you gotta do, whatever I can do to help support you, I got you, you know? Absolutely. So, you know what I'm saying, it's, it should go both ways, like, so yeah. Should, but at the same time, there's always the same couple of cats that are gonna be like, jumping on the wave later as you're saying and trying yeah. to get that guest pass exactly. like the big shows mm-hmm. but it's always at the like the finish line they show up yeah never at yeah. the climb or anything exactly but, like, i want you to go up with me not just try to hop up there when i'm already up you know what i'm saying like nah that's not how it works right like this is the time to really just pay attention to all the shit because it's really fun to see like people progress in real time yeah. not just get up and like get all the glitz and glam For like sure. actually see the growth yeah yeah so you know it's a beautiful twisted struggle yeah but definitely i agree yeah yeah but at the same time, you know, the motif of the whole project is about, like, getting money and, you know, really just enjoying the fact of getting it. Yeah. At the same time, you are an artist, which sometimes can get in conflict with that, where, you know, artistry and money just don't kind of, like, it can either be a beneficial arrangement where it can both climb, but mm. it's always one or the other. Yeah. So do you ever, like, encounter a little bit of a pain when it comes to, like, uh, putting, like, more your artistry before the money or vice versa? Yeah, man, because, like, at first, it was all about the artistry for me. Like, coming into music, it was all about the love and the passion. And then it just seems like just getting older and, and, and living life and dealing with more responsibilities, mm-hmm. you're like, okay, I got to make this shit a business now. This is a business. I got to look at it from that standpoint now. Like, it's still, I'm doing it for the love and the passion, but that's that's the, the main goal is to, to profit off of something that you love, doing mm-hmm. something that you love, you know? So I think about that and I'm like, yeah, well, I, you know, I I feel like I love money. <laughs> I, shit, I love music. So you know, it goes hand in hand for me. I don't know. It should. Yeah. So. But at the same time, you also talk in there a couple of times about how you quit your job because you were kind of like getting burnt out on that in order to yeah, pursue that. Yeah, man. The energy. Exactly. And that, and that was the thing. It was kind of like, man, like 
I go to work, and after that, I just don't feel like doing nothing. Now I'm at the studio, I'm falling asleep. During the mixing, I'm just like not even in it, you know, and I'm like, well, hold on, why am I doing this shit? I love, I love music, it's for the passion, so this, this is what's first in my life. So if I gotta quit my job and make some moves in the streets just to have a little money and, mm-hmm. and get by, then I'll do that, because that's how much I love the music, you know, and that's how serious I am about doing this. Right. It's about sacrifices and the risks that exactly. come along with actually pursuing the dream. Exactly. And at the same time, it can pay off, and sometimes it'd be a little disappointed. But if you put in the extra effort, it will come out into usually a better place than what you intended. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at the same time, you know, this is just it's still a new project out. Yeah. You got the release show coming up here. Yeah, debut, uh, nothing new. Mixtape, uh, we're going to do the uh, release party, release show on the 24th of this month, September. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, the idea was just to bring out all the artists who were featured on the project and um, kind of let them um, come up on stage and perform with me and then kind of do their own thing if they like. You know, it's kind of up to them. But, um, yeah, that's kind of like the whole thing. We just want to, it's pretty much a celebration, you know, just celebrate it, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. It took a long time. I put a lot of work into it, so now it's time to sit back and just enjoy you know yeah reap the rewards man yeah for sure for sure and at the same time just for the microphone what day and time is this all going down oh uh september 24th at uh 10 p.m at uh nomad that's right yeah make it known of course what's the cover come turn up nothing new gonna be bigger than my last one I was treating y'all like my kids before I had one Probably used to get it, that's why they say I'm my dad's son I ain't really know him, but I know he made a rap guy Got bitches getting jiggy on a Friday, Michael Blackson I've been picking up a habit, two trying to match this Your girl say my number in the phone under no name I've been mixing liquor, got me mixing up my host names A nigga on the hustle making weed drops I've been hitting stains at the wing stop Niggas talk about me till they see ya my name is something you should never bring up It's only tens of better, I just up the standards A bitch can never please me, I ain't got no manners Niggas write about me on their status, just to up their status But it really doesn't matter, cause they never matter, uh. My next move better than my last one, yeah My next bitch better than my last one, yeah Either way the motherfucking cash rules, yeah The reason that I get it cause I have to, yeah My next move better than my last one, yeah My next bitch better than my last one, yeah Either way the motherfucking cash rules, yeah The reason that I get it cause I have to, yeah. uh, I started getting money once again, once again I started fucking bitches once again, once again All I really care about is the fam, it's the fam I could give a fuck about a friend, about a friend I started getting money once again, once again I started fucking bitches once again, once again All I really care about is the fam, is yeah, the fam. Man. I could give a fuck about a friend, no. a friend. 
I told him I could give a fuck about a friend. What? See, all I got is brothers, and we riding to the end. Yeah. This is Mill Dot, they know the history and yeah. know the words. Don't get envious, you can't get rid of me because they were. Last move had them shook up, wondering if I'ma ever stop. What? Consistent in a mug, you niggas sending shots to shut up. Watching everything I do, just get up off my dick. These niggas talking about they want that beat, they get it with G. Simply put, these niggas hating couldn't hold my jock strap. Teddy is my middle name, so tell me where your mom's at. My last chick ain't better than my new one. I used to get attached quick, now I'm the type to move on. Uh, I started getting money once again, once again I started fucking bitches once again, once again All I really care about is the fam, it's the fam I could give a fuck about a friend, about a friend I started getting money once again, once again I started fucking bitches once again, once again All I really care about is the fam, is the fam I could give a fuck about a friend, go Next move better than my last one, yeah. My next bitch better than my last one, yeah. Either way, the motherfucking cash rules, yeah. The reason that I get it, cause I have to, yeah. My next move better than my last one, yeah. My next bitch better than my last one, yeah. Either way, the motherfucking cash rules, yeah. The reason that I get it, cause I have to, yeah. Yeah, once again, we back, we back, we back right here at Lake Views. So shout out to the homie C Free. That right there was next move as he's moving on to the next one off his last project. Nothing new, which dropped a couple weeks back. But if you haven't heard it yet, you're sleeping hard because let's just talk about who's even featured on there. You yeah. have Dwanell Roland, you got Lyric Marid, you got Daywalker in production, Topper Atwood, Gaines, Sean Lyrics, Chansa. I'm saying if you fuck with any of them, you fuck with C Free. Yeah, C-Free's you definitely that do. Dude. You definitely do. And like I said, I love his voice on Auto Tune. There's not a lot of cats that can do that that well. Yeah, you're and, right. Yeah, it's yeah. real smooth. Yeah, and of course the whole project is dope. So hey, shout out to him. And of course it's all going down Sunday night at the Nomad doing the Nothing New release party. And everyone that's on the album will be there in attendance doing their thing, all popping off after 10 p.m. So hey, let's get it in. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's so many good things going on right now. And something that just came up on my radar today is uh, I Self Divine's got a new project, kind of a low key project he's got going on. Okay. And this one, it's a collaboration with uh, this dude named uh, Re- Resma menachem he is an author he's a healer and a trauma specialist he does like therapy sessions and stuff like that he is a psychiatrist um but he's also got this book my grandmother's hands where he's talking about uh he's just dissecting and really looking at like white supremacy in uh just a deep way a very like complex and like it's not just like the typical stuff that you would hear like how deep is deep uh it's a lot of it's through um he puts it through the perspective of trauma and body-centered psychology okay yeah and how that kind of passed down through like generations and ages i believe so uh, the physicality and just the not only the spiritual like pain but also the physical pain that is like with embedded within the genes yes okay and uh 
so I self divine. I'm not sure exactly how he linked up on this, um, but I'm not surprised by any means that like he's a part of this. But so along with the book, they're also doing a uh, thing at Public Functionary this Friday, and it is called. Uh, man, I'm really screwing up. Or there's there's the reason why I keep looking this stuff up is because there's three titles to stuff. Right. So at Public Functionary, they're they're talking about the book. They're also talking about this album that Shaka and uh, they put together. It is called Dismembered and Unarmed. Mm. So they're going to be having a listening session and a conversation about the music and everything that's going on with that. Mm. And then on top of that, there's also visual art called The Reckoning. Okay. So this is all going down at Public Functionary. Yeah, I love the interdisciplined uh, approach to this. And this all kind of comes on the heels of us thinking about I Self Divine and his album that he put out with DJ Abilities about 10 years ago. Was that right? Yeah. Yeah. Semi-official. No, probably like 20 at this point. Eh, I don't think it's 20, is it? I feel like... It was early no, 2000s. It's, 10, it's, it's like, 10, yeah. yeah. I always feel like it's older just because of that boom bap shit. Yeah, it's very classic sounding. Like, for sure. Like, when you got DJ Abilities, one of the baddest dudes, like, touch the ones and twos. Yeah, this... And then you got I self divine one of the yeah. baddest motherfuckers around these parts to grab a microphone? No doubt. Ooh, it's this a, album, to put it in context, I believe it came out after Idea and Abilities' second album, mm-hmm. or just right before. It was about that same time that Idea and Abilities were on that battle shit. Yeah. So you can imagine that this is just nothing but primo cuts, primo beats, and primo raps. Right. Like this is the project that everyone in the TC was talking about, and for great reason. Yeah. Like there's still some classics on here you can go back to and just like fucking bang your head to. And not only that, was it uh. The one track that they had was called like Police Assassination Anthem. Yeah, dude. That, I that shit track. was the shit. Like yeah. I remember right after like all like the Jamar Clark and shit started popping off, like I was going back to more and more. And then after Philando, man, that shit was in rotation constant. So hey, I don't know. It's dope. And of course it also features Doom, Mr. Gene Pool, yeah, and Budatai. So you already know what time it is, but it is. you know. As you're saying, though, they are re-releasing the project or at least, you know, kind of giving a new uh, look at it through the lens of a remix. Yeah, and Ant did this remix, so fresh off that. And uh, they're putting this track out. It's been released a few times before, probably on, like, some singles or, like, a B-side of some sort. Yeah. Um, But they put it out on SoundCloud. This is a, a remix of Get Up. Get Up, Get Up, Get Up, Get Up, Get Up. So get let's, let's get into that here on Lake Views. Break yourself is a national anthem. Give me everything from your soul to your mansions. Big face women standing around dancing in thongs, hitting the bone, playing the role to the fullest. Run every item in your pulpit. That's not everything. That's it is bullshit. Side stashes, victory like cash is clay. Who's crashing? They rips avoid passing. Drastic foot to the gas, hit to and pass, face through the glass. That thing's gone. I'm so used to it. Out spills red fluid. This seems normal, like nothing's wrong. I keep tightening the belt, fighting the hell. Mike still or not? Mike for the pop, double the knot. My whole style's like rolling three deep, just smoking. Swerve for the curb, no. Ellison, cops bellin' in, in your back, seeking man's like I ain't going back, had to go up these steps, going out busting. Revolution from a gun barrel, the path quite lonely, quite narrow.
low elegance Strong like five elephants Intelligent, masculine, celebrant Quite passionate, so no need to ask If it's blood in the pen that I write with Ignite shit, stay focused when the vibe's not heightened Throw metal chips in my rhythm, who's writing? Young ladies, face full of maybe Not Maybelline, acting like movie scenes Plus cameras protected off movie screens I get focused when I hear groupies scream It ain't shit to me, take threats serious Plus literally, you and me, one of us can't breathe Try to walk, can't leave No chilling with my scenes, caught slipping by my enemies Willingly, pull a gun and don't bust a pity V Like you live from here on, you better walk for hair on Cut 60 times, mix so dirty and raw To kill 30 and more In an outlaw, taking fools outdoors Outside the box, gaffer right out yours Stuck in their ways, a stallion, a thousand to play. 
I price off from plotting the basements. We plotting on breaking the bank. Oh, look, I ain't never had to do it like I'm doing. Like I could have told you that I seen it like a psych. Like a psych. I like to keep it on the low, cause shit can cycle. Yeah, I know. I like to keep it on the low, cause shit can cycle. Across the map, just like I'm in a frat. Oh, we that booty so fast. All this hard work, man, I tried. You was all caught, but you fly. Ray Lewis with the side. Santa Claus with the side. You too slow, you get love. Chalk star. You too slow, you get love. Sit back, kamikaze. Kamikaze with the flops. I'm a ball hog, y'all. I'm not gon' pass. Cargo, vroom, 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 vroom. And then I splurge. And then I splurge. She make it twerk My new bitch Rockin' her purse Your new bitch like me She use all my words uh, uh. I splurge, I splurge Cookin' up work Got conferred yeah. And that's my word I don't drink lean Especially mixed with the purse
Hey, shout out to Malloy, England. Really getting that Post Malone vibes rolling right here. Yeah, on standing Lakeview. straight up. What? Standing straight up. <laughs> I'm just making lame puns now. That's my jokes. I don't get it, though. That's the thing. Because he was talking about lean. So. Wow. <laughs> uh, wow. That's dad joke game to a whole nother level right there. Your yeah. dad game like level is now like getting <laughs> to pretty damn good. That's almost expert. Like at that point you just got to have like a minivan and roll up to a school by 801. Yeah, no later. I don't I wouldn't know. Yeah. My dad game's pretty low. So, <laughs> hey, shout out to Malloy England cuz that one there, splurge. Mankato doing big things. Don't sleep. Shout out to Fuzz Talk Radio and everything they're doing down there. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, Malloy England. He's definitely a cat to watch. Been doing Dude, a lot of stuff on the low. Real. So, hey, go check him out. But you can't forget about Y Kalik and Student One. I'm saying something. That right there. What is that called? That's Low Key, and uh, that's coming from the short film, right? Yeah, the short film, Mustard Seed, and those two are probably two of the most low-key dudes that are doing big things right now so a shout out to both of them i love it and of course uh you know was it leon foley on the beat yeah he also did the production work for um under the perspective tree yeah yeah done a lot of stuff with kalik in the past so yeah why kalik he he knows how to find the right beats yeah and like he does a lot of interesting stuff on each of those tracks yeah his concept game is amazing yeah just imagine what just when he is able to translate that in a whole new medium like the film it's fucking just remarkable yeah you saw the film right yeah haven't you i don't think i have yeah it's on the website right now go check it out whitecolleague.com you can go watch that shit it's it's pretty good so i don't know i'm still mad that they haven't dropped a part two so if you're listening guys get at it i want closure on this shit I can't have open-ended storylines. It's how the game rolls, son. But, of course, starting that all off was legendary semi-official with the super-official remix from Ant. That was Get Up. And it's off the Anti album. Getting up there in age, but still is there for you to rage. So Yeah, a little bit timeless. It is timeless. Like, I feel like whenever you need to, like, just... You know, when the old quote comes up from Martin Luther King Jr. where it's like, you know, a riot is the voice of the voiceless. That is the album I go to first. That you want to hear. Yeah, like that shit is the fucking shit. Like the album cover alone is a piece of art. If I could have that just blown up on a wall, I would. So You probably could. I don't know. I'm I'm just waiting until it comes across my path. Then it's going to get posted up. And then I'm going to just get lost in that cover because it's a trip. Like I love it. But yeah, who did this art? Do you, I don't know. Do you think I want to know? Do you think I know that? Well, because like I self, he does uh, a lot of dope art too. Yeah, I wonder like if he, he might. That. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like everything about it is just really fucking. Dope. Did he do the art for Sound of Low Class America? Maybe, I want to say so. But he no he, I'm I, he did the art for Greg Grease's uh, Born to Lurk, Forced to Work, didn't he? Did he? Yeah, I think he did. I guess you tell me. I think I'm pretty also, sure. Also, Hip Hop DX, you on some bullshit giving that three out of five stars. <laughs> calling your ass out on that one for sure. Like, come on. Just fucking hurt your feelings on that shit. Gray. 
Man, you don't know nothing about that shit. This guy's been on some fuck shit for a minute. But hey, you know, shout out to DX. They make some decent points every now and again, except for that lapse of judgment right there. But yeah, there's a lot of dope things happening all about this way, that way, every which way. And, you know, one of the things that's happening Sunday outside of the weekend show with Gucci and Nav, you got Open Mike Eagle and Samus over at the 7th Street. You got Seafree and everyone over at Nomad for nothing new release show. But one show that you really need to know is the Rise of Fall because it is that time of year that you need to get down to Honey and really find out what's all happening with the showcase. And, you know, there's a lot of great talent on this. You got, you know, Isaiah Harper. You got Christopher Michael Jensen. You got Niasia, Old Souls, Neon Dude. Black. Man, South Poor Corn's going to be in the building. It's going to be quite a beautiful evening. But the headliner of it all is this dude that's coming straight out of savannah georgia used to run in a crew called dope sandwich and now is signed to strange famous records yeah and in the past he was signed to fake four yep um dude's hard as fuck basically yeah i, f- I fuck with him heavy yeah he goes by the name of dope knife and you know what since we do need to start well we realize that we need to do more to welcome people into the city and get people engaged with what's coming to town and really make sure we can still like make this a viable scene for people that want to come to town so we can still get these dope ass shows yeah because it's always cool to like support everyone out here which that's always going to be our goal is like take care of the homies first keep it in our backyard but if we aren't letting no one in we can't get out as easy as we should and of course we have a reputation out here of being a very progressive or so-called progressive scene where we are open to new ideas and music whether it's true or not i feel like this is a dude that i feel like would fit very well into everything that's been happening out here and he's made a lot of connections and for good reason so you know what we had to find out what's good with the dude and since he dropped a fantastic project around the start of the year called 1984 and it follows the book and the motif to a T. So this one right here, man, remember the name. This is Dope Knife with Name Up right here. Lakeview. My definition, graffiti, simply means right. Walking down Congress Street with my dick out, wearing a hairnet, telling your baby moms to holler at me. I'd rather chow down on lobster meat and then pig out up in a Learjet. Some shit to make my mama happy. I want it so when they want a chance, they call and ask me. Guarded by an army of cornerbacks and they all in khakis. You got shine? Well, I'm on stroll. I want a phone just to put God on hold. Yeah. I feast with deities without using proper demeanor uh, I spit on crooked cops without getting shot in the femur I'm fed fresh grapes and giving props for my leisure So I get to bend rules and break all proper procedure And I don't fuck with no hospitals either I'd own the cure, so you know that my pop's the receiver Even if I got it twisted and the cure does not exist I'd have the pull to get my pops on the list I'm just trying to get my name up 
trying to get my name up. I'm trying to get my name up. Trying to get my name up. I'm just trying to get my name up. I'm trying to get my motherfucking name up. You see me dabbing when I'm right. It's the way I do it. This is my fly, bright light, and the halo music. I feed a rapist to lions to feed my strange amusement. While women give me brain bathed in cool whip. I'd have so much fucking ice, man. I'd be blinging and frozen. They mourn my death. It's not just social media posing. And on the fourth day, they'll say they see me erosing. Leading the horsemen, and they wouldn't think to oppose them. The sun's glare. I spit and they come near. Cause I'm Big L. B.I.G. and Big Pun Square. I got one cup, two chicks, but I got one chair. Creeping them out, looking at them with a numb stare. Beyond a doubt, you never harm me. I'm sorry. Shake my hand, bet that I'm charging a large fee. Best hurry with my chips. Steph Curry with the swish. And a face, any motherfucking jury I'm with a quick. I'm to get my name up. I'm trying to get my name up. Get my name up. I'm just trying to get my name up. Trying to get my motherfucking name up. For those that don't know, you're going to be helping the rise or fall happening Sunday night out at Honey out here as part, you know, great cast of artistry and MCs and DJs and every which way. And, you know, you're headlining the whole thing. So for those that have never seen you perform before, what should they expect? Oh, boy. <clears throat> you know, I don't think I've ever been asked that before. Um, yeah, no, like usually, usually like my whole set is geared around opening up. So like this, it's, it's a bit of a different position to be in where it's like I'm, I'm closing off the whole thing or I'm headlining the whole thing or whatever. I guess I would say, um, as far as what to expect, I mean, my shit's pretty bare bones as far as like a production. It's, it's definitely driven by the lyrics. So it, it's kind of like, the cliche is dope beats and dope rhymes. You know what I mean? I do a lot of free, I incorporate freestyling into the set at certain points, but um, yeah, it's just a, it's a nice energetic and wordy time. <laughs> is what my set is. All right. Well, at least you got some vocabulary to back it up. So yep. what's the word? Yeah. Yeah. What's that? Nas lines like, 
vocabulary spills on hell. There's going to be a lot of, there, there'll be a lot of funny shit. So there's that. All right. Well, that's what's up. But for those that have been listening to, you know, 1984, you know, you got you pepper in that funny shit and a very dark and kind of Orwellian take of humor. So, yeah. Yeah. So it's not going to be like straight up like goofy shit. Well, it's going to have. No, no, it's not. It's not a little dicky or anything. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, I mean, I I guess this is like with, with my live show. I just I don't know. I'm kind of I'm kind of not really about like pretense and shit it just in terms of like my aesthetic so like my live shit doesn't really pretend to be anything that it's not and all it is is like i'm up there and i'm spitting to you beat so there's a loose nature to it you know what i mean i'm not i'm not really doing laser light shows and coming out there like i'm serious you know what i mean (laughs) right it's like (laughs) but at the same time you know you even with uh, the rhymes that you've been putting out, your style is very, like, very, like, dialogue-esque, where you're, like, you're not trying to, like, say some, like, uh, testament type of, like, rhymes. You're just basically saying whatever's on your mind, and it's very conventional, very uh, kind of boom-bap-esque. So there's a little bit of, like, there's a little bit of a, not really trying to dig too deep, but you say some profound shit by just saying it instead oh. of trying to work around it. Well, yeah, thank you, thank you. That's well, yeah. I mean, that that's always been my approach. I'm I'm more from um, just in terms of like the what I describe it as school, the school of, like of rap that I came from. In terms of like the cats that I, you know, like when you're when I'm when I'm, you're younger, you're younger and you're rapping and you're like imagining like what level you'll get at, you know, as as you develop and shit. I always imagined myself being like in the ilk with like. Like, I was trying to learn how to out-rap Fabulous and Lloyd Banks and shit. You know what I mean? Word. When I was coming up. Like, I was, like, so I, I have that sort of a pedigree of of just how I, I mean, and just coincidentally through, you know, through my travels, I ended up, you know, more so frequenting, like, the indie circuit. So it's like, it's like I'm in the indie scene, but I have that sort of smack DVD sort of, you know what I mean? punchline type of style and you know I, I think I think with 1984 I kind of I found like a, a formula where it's like just using that style but from a content approach have the content be more based than you know what would people would consider to be indie or or emo rap and shit and yeah I like the way it comes out you know like every now and then you get you get some some snappy punchlines you know what I mean but at the same time I'm not just on the mic saying a bunch of dumb shit. Right. Like everything has a point, has a purpose. And, you know, the whole project itself, like just kind of runs along the same kind of motif as the George Orwell novel of the same name. Yeah. It was all like a coincidence the way that shit all came about. Because, I mean, obviously I was, I had like, you know, some shout outs and and allusions to the, the, the novel but like there was also like the secondary theme of just 1984 being like the year that I was born and kind of the album is kind of definitely, you know, has that sort of tone for people who are of that age that I'm at where it's like, you know, there's a vibe that it was, that I was trying to go for with it. You know, I, I kind of wanted it to be some shit where like, 
if you found that shit at the you know the the five dollar bin at Walmart or something like that, and you pick it up, and the back of it says this, it came out in 1995, and you're like, oh damn, I never even heard of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like that's always the yeah. best finds too, because that's what really opens your mind. You have no like pretense going in. It's just like, all right, let's check this shit out. It's probably gonna be dope or <laughs> whack. It may be in the middle. It's whatever. Word. Yeah, and you know, yeah, and I was, oh yeah. No, I'm sorry, guys. No, it's all good. No, I was just, I was, I was just gonna say, yeah, I was happy with the way it turned out. Yeah, it turned out bomb, man. Like seriously, like front to back, like it's boom bap, it's in your face, and at the same time, it has that strange, famous kind of like appeal where it's like not afraid to say what everyone doesn't want to say, in a way yeah. that's really just in your face. Well, thank you, man. Like uh, that, that, that means a lot. Like I, I try not to be. I try not to be too cryptic with with my stuff, but at the same time, you know, it's just, it's 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 all about finding a balance, you know. Like there's there's definitely there's an audience where I could just kind of go and just it could just be irreverent bars and punchlines, you know what I mean, and, and it go completely smooth. And there's there's audiences where it's like I kind of have to spit a lot more of the introspective stuff, so. And I can do that too. But with the, with this album, it was definitely like a, a concerted effort to try to combine both of those elements together. So I'm I'm happy people have responded. Yeah, like honestly, I'm kind of surprised. Like it's not getting more traction, but hey, it's the game as it is. Oh, today. it's all it's all good. You know, it, it happens. I, I, all I can say is the next joint is the next joint should should make even more noise than 1984. So. Okay, man, I'm just saying, 1984, like, the topic itself, like, that shit's, like, explosive. Like, that's the type of shit we're living in now, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the next album's going to play right off of that, so it all, it, it, it's like, it's it's definitely, from a tone, it's definitely got, like, a sequel sort of, <clears throat> sort of vibe to it, but in a different direction. But all the beats, I've been making the beats now, and everything is, fucking banging so i'm sorry i can cuss right absolutely man cuss all you fucking want okay word 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 yeah now the the you know i mean it's i wasn't i mean i'm right now the reception that 1984 has been getting is more than i you know i mean it's exceeding anything that i've done up to this point so i'm happy but you know part of me the 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 mc part of me does kind of feel like it's a it's a little bit on the slept on part, but at the same time, nobody's ever heard of me, so it's all good. All right, well, take it in stride, I guess. But at the same time, <laughs> man, you know you're worse, so man, keep it coming. But oh, don't worry, I'm coming. No, don't worry. It's just it's just a stepping stone. It's just it's just a stepping stone. Absolutely, man. The ego itself is always I mean, I, kind of like the trick. Yeah, I mean, I approach everything like the next joint that I do is gonna be doper, so I'm not even sweating. Well, that's what's up. At the same time, though, you know, you're saying you're producing a lot of tracks, and you are an accomplished producer at that. So, you know, what came first, the rhymes or the beats? Oh, the rhymes, for sure. I Like, I started rapping, like, my last year of high school and um, kind of refined it before I dropped out of college. And, and pretty much from the minute I dropped out, I just started, you know, doing music independently and, and releasing music. But the reason I started producing is, 
most the reason most rapper producers start producing is like I don't have anybody to to make beats for me, so it's like okay, I got to make my own beats. And it's just starting simple. Back in the day, you know, it's like sample and break beats and just develop developing it from there. But um, I think not until 1984 did I, you know, that was like the first time when I like sat down with a crop of beats that I did and I was like, oh word, like I think I'm almost as dope at producing as I am at rapping. And now with the new shit, like I said, I just definitely <laughs> have full confidence in that. Well, that's what's up. I'm looking forward to hearing that shit now. Oh, yeah. word. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, you'll, you'll, you'll get, I'm going to be hyping this up. This is, you know, it's, it's coming up. I, I can't say, obviously, I can't say too, too much right now, but, you know, I, I've been hearing it, obviously, because I'm making it. And right. Yeah, it's, it's ill. <laughs> it's really ill. Well, that's what it is. And for those that don't know, you're actually part of a crew known as Dope Sandwich, where you just kind of yes, started sir. this whole thing off. So for those that don't know, yo, what's Dope Sandwich? Well, Dope Sandwich was uh, back in the day when I first started rapping, when I moved to Savannah, there was um, like a, a huge group of just different rappers from all over the country because Savannah is like a college town. Mm. So you had like a cat from Milwaukee, a cat from Philly, a cat from Jersey, <laughs> South Carolina, like just all over the place. And we were all in Savannah for school and we started hanging out with each other and shit. You know, at first it was like, Hey, have you heard of such and such cat? He's, he's been freestyling at house parties and I know you freestyle too. You guys should meet. You know what I mean? It was that sort of situation. So we all ended up meeting and just kicking it and, you know, making music and dropping tracks to our friends together. We're like, yo, we should make a record label out of dopes, out of the whole thing, out of what we're doing since we got all these MCs and everybody's making music. So we, you know, dope sandwich was our, like crew slang that we would say so we like you know you chose that to be the name of our little label now none of us knew what the fuck to do to run a label so <laughs> it kind of just morphed into being like a huge rap group it was kind of like the backpack wu-tang and shit but we did the we 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 had a we had a run of that for like five years we were like opening up we opened up i think the the, the dopest thing we did back then was probably like open up for like Hyro or something like that. But, um, you know, we had a little run and then, you know, had started focusing on careers and families and stuff. And that's when I, uh, started doing more, focusing more on my solo shit. But before the strange famous thing, when I was doing my solo, the solo dope night stuff, I kind of wanted a means to put my music out. So I went and revisited the whole Dope Sandwich as a record label idea. And I started putting out music under the label of Dope Sandwich. And I did that up until, you know, I made enough noise that the Sage hollered at me. Well, that's what it is. And, you know, since we're talking about Sage, yo, so how did the like conversation go down where you're like, hey, we want you to be a part of the strange family? <laughs> Lord, um... How did that go down? Well, I I opened up for him in Atlanta when he was on the Copper Gone tour, and we just we yucked it up at the end of that. And then I want to say, and I'm 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 guesstimating here, but I want to say it was like 
seven or eight months later, like really, it was really out of the blue on some random shit. I was like sleeping. It was three o'clock in the morning. And I just, all of my, anything that I could get a message in just started blowing up at like three in the morning. Like, like I was getting Twitter messages, Facebook messages, texts from like a number I didn't know and shit. And I was emails and I was like, oh, okay. So I read the email because that obviously said Sage Francis on it. And he was just like, yo, give me a call. You know what I mean? I got, got, a, got some things I'm working on. And I remembered you and blah, blah, blah. And it went from there. Well, shit. Well, that's what it is. Yeah. At the same time, when you have everything blowing up like that, it's just like, okay, who the hell is this dude? Is this the government? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. The only thing that was missing from the whole shit was like a damn platinum strange famous chain. <laughs> <laughs> the whole chaining ceremony right in front of stage of thousands. Yeah, exactly. Other than that, it was just how I imagined in high school. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you know, some some rapper that's bigger than me is going to hit me up like, hey, kid, I heard your shit. <laughs> come, come tour the world with me. Well, that's the dream, though. That's the dream. <laughs> yeah. That's, hey, I mean... If there's anything that this last year has taught me is that if you dream in accordance, that it's hard to get disappointed. You know what I mean? Like, I've been making music for 13 years, and it's it's never been like a means to an end sort of thing. It's just kind of been some shit that I, I did because I like doing it. So now to like be in a position where it's like I actually have somewhat of an audience, and you know what I mean? Things are clicking. It's like this is... I'm already winning. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So anything else is just extra. Man, but at the same time, though, it feels good as hell to have that win. So, shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely. Oh, definitely. It's competitive as I am? Yeah, no. I'll take that W gladly. <laughs> hell, yeah. Well, congratulations on that tip, man. But, All right. Thanks, man. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, with Savannah being the college town, everyone's kind of com- congregating out there as well as just you know, doing a little bit more like touring, whatever, you know, you've been able to see a lot of spots, a lot of different areas, a lot of different scenes. And I know you're no stranger to the Twin Cities. And I, think I, was, I think I played at Honey um, back in February. Yeah, that's, yeah, you showed out one time. So Yeah, that was fun. That was fun. I guess with that being said, what's your take on Twin Cities hip-hop, man? I mean, obviously, I mean, for a cat like me, like the Twin Cities kind of has, I mean, it has almost like a mythical sort of, you know, reputation in terms of being like a hip-hop mecca. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if that is the reality, but just for a cat for a cat that was in Savannah doing underground hip-hop, like, in 2006, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. yo, you know what's going on in Minnesota right now? You know what I'm saying? It was like that sort of shit. So that's just, that's always my my like <laughs> my perception of it my perception of like hey man you know what if i get tired of the savannah thing hey minnesota is one of the spots that has like a really a really good hip-hop scene that i could go to man i'm saying if you want to make the move i'm pretty sure we can get you out here but at the same time, <laughs> hey, i don't know it's always weird when you hear like mythical like mecca out here because everyone's still kind of like low-key understanding what's happening like it's still very yeah. local situation where you realize there's people like all around the world be like yo i know minneapolis outside of print and shit and it's just like <laughs> yeah. word 
You know yeah, that? No, I mean, I, I, I definitely, I mean, I'm, I'm totally open to that. The perception could, could definitely have, you know what I'm saying? Should be taken with a grain of salt, you know, or, or should, or I don't know, but you know, I'm just telling you the, the rep that y'all got outside of y'all city. Maybe y'all don't know it because you're jaded and y'all live there. <laughs> yeah, like like motherfuckers look at Minnesota like, you know what I'm saying? It's the spot. Man, I like if you if if you're not rapping about guns and, and like cars and shit, the chances are you considered moving to Minnesota at least fleetingly, at least. You know what I mean? Right. I know it's the winter just makes us so close minded. Like we don't even want to go outside, let alone think about what's outside the city. Oh yeah, and that's that's one of the things that has yeah, the 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 winter is probably the number one reason why I don't live there right now. Hey, <laughs> I don't even blame you on that shit. I know everyone starts considering moving around January, just like, you know, it could be better. <laughs> yeah, straight up. <laughs> but yeah. Now when we were there in February it was like negative ten or some shit. Fuck. Yes. Yeah, I was gonna say, did yeah. you plan accordingly? Yeah, no, we did. We planned accordingly. We knew what we were getting into, but still, it was just like, damn, you know, we only have to be here for the night. Like, imagine some of these motherfuckers would like have no choice but to like live it. Like, you gotta make the damn Sarah McLaughlin, you know, child abuse videos <laughs> for the people who live in Minnesota because of the cold. The arms of the angel are right on the outside and yeah, shit. You yeah, can't just show frozen kids in the arms <laughs> That's some real shit, though. Yeah, yeah. That that was that was some cold. I mean, I, I'm originally from Virginia, so it's not like I never experienced cold before. But, yeah, it was just like, oh, yeah, no, it's negative 14 today. You know what I'm saying? Like, word. Everyone's yeah. just like, that's some normal shit. All right. Yeah, just keep I'm it moving. Good. Just get like three or four more layers and just try to stuff it out. And if anyone starts complaining, just be like, hey, hey, you knew what you got into this morning. But, yeah, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> Keeps burning away. Yeah, and why 
Why you looking for a payoff? They took you on a weekend at Bernie's and then they made off. Got us going right at each other like it's a playoff. I'm trying to make sense about this chaos. I think they found a way off. And they don't want to take us. They rape us to break us. And we won't hear shit until they take off. I think of the issues while my girl is shopping. The iPhone broke. That's a first world problem. I tell her not to trust the taste makers of her music. They use shit like real housewives to keep us stupid. These low frequency fucks are confusing the truth with this glass ceiling. We all can just see where the roof is. They gave you pay relaxes, made you pay your taxes. Know you're gonna break right on the day the thing collapses. And saying it's okay is just the way we play with matches. Grab your gun, bring your rations, get ready to bathe in ashes. Then fuck the drone and the sire, the whole empire to the fire. Make the flames higher with me, just breathe. Not to lose, duck and move and just breathe, breathe, breathe. Cause my room keeps burning away. Let's bring it back to 1984 one time, because I know I got to make sure okay. we talk about this for sure. Because, you know, everyone's oh, saying yeah. as of late, like, you know, the last two administrations, like 1984 is this novel that everyone needs to read just to understand what the hell is up. And so, yeah. you know, as someone that, you know, just kind of runs down the whole gamut of like everything within our culture and our society that, you know, some people are just kind of like hesitant to talk about or let alone or unaware of it until it's too late. Yo, like, what's it for you, like, looking at the world from kind of that 1984 perspective? Well, I mean, it's kind of like, it's, it's kind of dual-sided because on one sense, I think it's very easy for, like, open-minded, progressive people like, you know, me or you or, you know, people who might be listening to kind of get to feel like overwhelmed and to feel like, oh man, like all this bad shit's happening. Oh look, man, it's all, it was all prophesized in 1984. It's all coming true. You know what I mean? It's like on one hand, that shit can kind of, that sort of like feeling of paranoia can kind of get out of hand. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, shit's kind of getting out of hand. It's just really fucked up. You know what I mean? For real. So from, so looking at the world through that, through that lens and that context, I mean, we're all overstimulated, we're all receiving more information than human beings ever, you know what I mean? We're accustomed to receiving at any point in human history. So we've got to take that into account. But yeah, a lot of, a lot of the, we're, 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 we're coming up to that point to where I think as a species, you know, people kind of got to make some, big decisions that I don't think our world is really uh, prepared to make. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think eventually, and I mean, I don't want to like blow it out of proportion, but I think sooner rather than later, like people in the world kind of have to start considering whether this whole thing with there being different 
different, you know, like, like the fact that we haven't gotten over that some people are born over there and some people are born over here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that, that, that's a very simple problem that you kind of have to solve before you can solve all these like big macro problems, like global warming and shit like that. And I don't think that we're close to solving that simple problem. So it doesn't really make the prospects for solving all this huge, huge shit. Word. You know what I mean? All that, all that promising. Absolutely. To me. Just no, to me. I, right I hate though. to, I hate to, yeah. I'm not trying to be on no like gloom and doom shit, but I mean, you gotta keep it 100. You know what I mean? I'm, my, my, my family, my father worked uh, for the U.S. government and my mother's from Liberia. So I grew up most of my life in West Africa. And I mean, as somebody who grew up in Africa in the 80s and 90s, and like seeing like the most powerful country in the world and, and the things that are going on right now, I, I've seen this before. You know what I mean? And a lot of a lot of people who live in third world countries have. You know what I mean? And when it happens to the top dog, that kind of just trickles down to everything. So it's just like it's, it's not good. <laughs> it's not good. Nah. Some days it's just plain out bugs. Like they said, what today? They're doing what? And it's just kind of like catching yeah. off guard, like, what the hell? Like, honestly, this should be like basic shit, but you guys are really trying it like that. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's comical it's to the point, like, it's to the point where if you were to describe shit now, just 10 years ago, it would have seemed like, get out of here. You know what I mean? Oh, straight up. You talk about the Bush era, like, shit, just talk about that. And then you look at now, it's just like, if you try to explain what the hell like a president would try to do with that power when you're talking about Bush, like, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, this ain't, they can't get much worse than this. And we're just like, wow, that dude was so on his game though. And that's really sitting here talking to you. It's kind of, kind of reminding me of a, a kind of a unofficial theme, I guess, to my album, but it seems like, seems like I always put out joints. Like, I guess the, the next joint that I put out, is going to be the first joint that doesn't come out like in the backdrop of a presidential election. Mm. That has a huge part to do with it too. Yeah. That's funny. I didn't even think about that. Like usually I'll put out a solo, then I'll do a bunch of projects in between and a solo. And before I was like doing the shit, you know, real heavy and just focusing on dope knife, you know, the gaps would usually be like four years, but when the solo would come out, yeah. The first one was like Bush's second term, like when he when he got elected. Then the the one after that was Obama, and then I put another one out when Obama got reelected, and then I did 1984. Yeah, huh. Huh. you notice new things about yourself every fucking day. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? But at the same time, shit, like those are kind of like some heavy moments too, because like a lot of the music, like we were saying, it can like definitely fall in that line of like borderline political. So. Hey, maybe it's yeah. a, maybe it just kind of rides the wave of the whole campaign in itself. So I, well, I, mean, I think I think I mean at this point, you know, I'm I'm a grown ass man, so it's like if politics consumes so much of life that I just feel like if you're making music and you're like just making music or any sort of entertainment media that's completely devoid of any sort of like politic at all then to me it just strikes me as disingenuous you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like 
Absolutely. And, and that can be any type of music. You know what I'm saying? Like you can make fun club bangers that are still very aware of reality and that we live in. You know what I'm saying? And I just, I just said, I just feel that way. And I'm not really going to change that. You know, I just think if the stakes are just too high, you know what I mean? This, this isn't the nineties. Is you know, live in a time where it's like, oh, nothing's going on. This is fine. You know what I mean? I just, yeah. I just refuse to like, to just to partake in that shit. I mean, it's cool to each his own. You know what I mean? But if I'm going to spend the time watching a movie or reading a book or listening to something, you know what I mean? It's, it has to, it has to have some, some stakes to it. It can't just be mindless entertainment. But that's just me. No, you're right though. Art should inter- art should imitate life. So, hey, if that's part of the life, like understand what time it is, because a lot of yeah. people's lives nowadays are dependent upon a lot of that shit. So, I don't know. And if an artist can't figure out how to like makes, if artists of of any can't figure out like how to drop some jewels and keep the shit fresh, then that's kind of their problem. That's not. Oh man. You can't make any. You can't make an entertaining movie about politics. You can't make an entertaining album that has a political tone to it. Uh, yeah. Fuck that shit. yeah, if they're in that state, they're. Not I mean, again, I, again, I'm not telling anybody to go preach or anything like that. You know, I, I definitely don't want to hear that shit. Right. But again, like I just, I don't want to hear. It's like, like people. I, I feel like a lot of American pop culture today. Sounds like it's being made by the rich motherfuckers in the Hunger Games. Mm. Word. You know what I mean? It, it sounds like entertainment that's meant for Goldman Sachs. You know what I mean? It, it doesn't. It doesn't sound like real people, real life shit. Right. You know what I mean? Even and then so yeah. Like, no, you're absolutely right on that shit, because it definitely feels like there's, like, a plastic kind of, like, conformity culture that's just pushing it out there, and that's the stuff that you hear most often, because that's where people are like, all right, we don't want to think about nothing. We just want to stay in pocket, stay happy, not worry about anything except the present moment. It's just like, no, but it's a lot bigger than that. People's lives, like, revolve around more than one issue at a time. Yeah, I mean, art can be so useful in this shit, you know what I mean? That the fact that it's like the people have just casually sat back and watched like <laughs> most of the things that we love about culture just get like shamelessly like corporatized and it, it just I don't know, I don't get it. It, it it's you wanna talk about the nineteen eighty four shit? That that sort of shit puts me more in that sort of a feeling than anything going on politically speaking. And that's, that's the damn truth. Like when I just think about like how people just like how everything is just like, it's just, it, it, it's really weird, man. It's like we live in the fucking demolition man future or there's some shit, but I don't know. I don't fuck with it. No, I'm with you. At the same time, when you have a girl like uh, what's it, the cash me outside girl that's getting like how much money from Atlantic and it's just like word like this is supposed to be the underground culture where people just need to say what's actually happening you're putting this girl for how much money on that shit come on that's a whole that's a whole nother hip-hop conversation that honestly (laughs) i could i could go off for a whole show just about (laughs) the topic of if we're just like pertaining this to just strictly a hip-hop sort of conversation yeah i 
definitely I have thoughts on that. But I don't <laughs> I don't hate on her though. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like hip hop let itself become cheapened out enough to where something like that can happen. So fuck. Yeah. Do you boo? <laughs> Absolutely. Get that money but at the same time, I don't know, just yeah, no, I mean, yeah. like I said, that goes on the fans. That goes on the fans and the artists. You know what I mean? Because, like, like, right now, like, for real, as far as hip-hop goes, it's at the point to where what is whack? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, what is the definition of whack? It, anymore. Because, yeah. like, when I was a kid, I was, I was, when I was a kid, Vanilla Ice was, like, the definition of, of whack. Like, the epitome of what it meant to be a whack rapper, Vanilla Ice was it. Well, I would challenge that Vanilla Ice is a better rapper than most of the motherfuckers who are out, like, on the mainstream level right now, you know what I'm saying? So if Vanilla Ice was the epitome of whack, then what are these dudes? You know what I mean? Right. That's, that's like, that's the question. That's one of those things that make you say, uh, certain moments. You know what I mean? Like, I got, I got Rolling Stone interviews with most of saying that Fred Durst is an embarrassment to hip hop. You know what I mean? Yeah. So what is Kodak Black? Mm. (laughs) You feel me? For real, man. Like that's, I'm just asking. I'm just asking. No, (laughs) you're absolutely right. Like there's days that I'll like really vibe out to some of that. Like, all right, this is kind of nice. And then I'll have like that old, like, uh, like my principal hip hop side come out. Like, is this really nice? Why are you liking this? Like, come on, man. Is this really what you were meant to be? Ten-year-old self would have kicked your ass nowadays. No. I mean, it's, I don't know. I, I think, I think that the people who, I think obviously everyone should make whatever the fuck they want to make and everyone should listen to whatever the hell they want to make. Right. But I just wish that, you know, people wouldn't feel the need to like, be part of like groupthink or blend in with crowds and would just like the shit that they want to like, you know what I mean? Because I think that a lot of this stuff is very much like groupthink and trendiness and like media messaging and marketing. So it's like from that, from that standpoint, hip hop has definitely lost its way. Cause I mean, nobody, people can make a bunch of like arguments that they want, but nobody can argue that, Hip hop was never about doing what everybody else thinks is cool. You know what I'm saying? For real, for real. Like, like at its core, it was about doing you and doing what you think is cool. And yeah, I just I find it hard to believe that most of these cats actually believe that their shit is fresh with us. Right. I don't know their hearts. <laughs> right. Like I've talked to a bunch of cats on both sides. Like I've talked to Soldier Boy's Flunky before, where he was basically like trying to like defend himself and saying like originator and all sorts of shit and then you just go back to the music and like dude you can barely put together a couple bars like what the fuck do you think you're originating for but then you also sit back in another perspective it's like well from a kid coming up in this generation that kind of sounds nice but do they really know about Uh. rock and shit so i don't know it's it's an open-ended shit again i mean like we're even even speaking from that level, I think we're kind of reaching, like, want these kids to, like, go and listen to Rakim. I wish these motherfuckers would go listen to Nelly, dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> like lud- ludicrous might do these niggas some good, yo. For real. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it doesn't have to be Rakim or KRS. Like, shit. Right. Like, and, and, that, and that is, you know, that's what it all comes down to is, like, you know, again, like, what is whack and what is 
progression and is there such thing as degression? You know, because it's just like, obviously hip hop has expanded, hip hop has a bigger reach, hip hop, hip hop has a wider audience, but this new thing that's like developed in like the last, like, I want to say like three or four years where it's like, there's no such thing as real hip hop. There's no such thing as real hip hop. Like that's like the most pretentious fucking gentrified shit that I've ever heard in my life. Like somebody saying like hip hop is this shapeless anamorphous thing that anyone can use for any means and it doesn't mean anything to anyone. And there's no principle. There's no, like, I don't, I don't buy that. That's like, I don't know. That's some Trump shit. I don't fuck with that. No, that's, that's for real for there. Like everyone definitely, like when you get like the purest of the purest and they always have their uptight opinions about shit where they don't even enjoy the music anymore, where it's just super critical and just like yeah. looking and decisive, basically dissecting the entire rap down to each individual like syllable of like why it's so profound. It's like, yeah, but are you actually enjoying it? Like you getting down, like, you were saying, like, Nelly and Luda, like, those guys definitely knew how to spit, but they also made you yeah. know what time it was. Like, if you play that at a club, you're going to be like, fuck yeah, I'm not going to be overanalyzing this shit, but it's nice to hear them say these things. Yeah, so, but I, exactly. I mean, look, look, look. Nelly was rapping at a way higher level than, than shit now. You oh, know yeah. what I'm saying? Like... And that's just keeping it completely objective, just judging the raps and shit. Now, obviously, no one can, it's not like I was rocking Nelly back in the day. You know what I mean? To me, like, Nelly was like a pop star that mm -hmm. I didn't really listen to. Right. But at the same time, there's like, there is a torch being carried in a, uh, a preservation of the craft that is going on with Nelly in all in his popness. I'd even say like a Ja Rule back in the day, you know what I'm saying? There's, it just, it, there just wasn't this like frivolous, get money, this is a means to an end, ultra capitalistic, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Sort of vibe to it. Like pretty much, and then, you know, we can get off the hip hop subject if you want to, but pretty much in a nutshell, what it comes down to is this, right? All right. Like, if Donald Trump wasn't racist, I have no doubt in my mind that uh, most of these mainstream rap motherfuckers would be like fucking with him. You know what I'm saying? No doubt. And that is the problem. I don't, I don't think most of them would understand why that's bad. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I, I think, I think, the, I think, you know, it's just like, like, that's, that's what hip hop is. Like, hip hop, like mainstream hip hop is Trumpism without the racism, <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's, it's, it's the same materialistic and like narcissistic, not caring. You know what I mean? And obviously there's a whole world of hip hop and you know what I mean? And that's thriving. But I do think that the, you know, what's going on in the mainstream is important because that that kind of steers what people's general perception of of the the genre and the music and the culture is, you know what I mean? So if if your average person who's not doing a bunch of digging online, if their perception of what hip hop is is fucking you know one of these cats <laughs> then it's just, it's just a matter of whether you're comfortable with that or not. You know what I mean?
For real. I yeah. personally, me personally, it kind of irks me out. You know? No, like you're absolutely right. Like that shit, I've never really put two and two together. But, you know, it just I was saying right before the election and shit, like you look at how many rap lyrics had Trump in the shit. Like there was literally a song exactly. called Up Like Donald Trump. And the second that exactly. you got elected, Ray Schremer shut the fuck up on that shit. And Donald so, Trump has a skit, like a whole skit, on the Method Man's album. Yeah. Fucking judgment. You know what I'm Yeah. Like, so, I mean, like, and again, you know, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying that to, to make the point that it's like. No, put it in context. That, that, that whole get money, I'm going to get mine, me and my peoples are good, fuck y'all. You know what I mean? Like, that shit's all cool and fun and games when, like, you know, you're singing it in music. For 30 years, you know what I'm saying? Then, then when you see the country is like taken over by somebody who literally has that that philosophy to life, you know what I mean? And you see, oh, this shit's really not cool like that. Right. You know what I mean? Like the cartoon yeah. is one thing, but when you actually see it get played out, it's just like, oh shit. Like that, exactly. That kind of gets like a little bit off of like, you know, the whole message itself. So shit. Yeah. I don't know. But. Hey, as, as, as it always is, like that shit, like this, that's one of the best conversations I've had about hip hop in a minute, man. So thank you on that. Thank you, man. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. And yo, right before I let you go, man, outside of the show happening Sunday, uh, what do you want the people to know that you got coming up? Like you're saying you got a project. I heard you're going to be re-releasing uh, Weekend at Brody's. So what's good, man? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we're uh, re-releasing the uh, Weekend at Brody's EP that I did for Fake Four last year. We're putting that out on like a limited edition cassette tape. It's got like three, three new, I don't want to say new songs, but it has three songs that previously weren't on there. There's some, uh, some joints that I dropped in the past that I just really liked that weren't ever on a project. So I put them on Weekend at Brody's and got a nice, nice looking tape for, for cats to get. Um, I am going to be going on tour for that in October. So. Yeah, cats can, can look on my website and all that stuff to get those tour dates. And yeah, man, just uh, just want people to, I mean, just just follow the music. The the rabbit hole of music is is deep online, and uh, yeah, you know, it's definitely an acquired taste. But I think I think if you get what I'm doing, I think I think people will dig it. So go check me out. Uh, no question. Like shit you're doing right now is like so needed, so on point. So man, we gotta welcome you into the city and just make sure that people know who the fuck he is. If you don't want the executive producer all in the video dancing. Fuck the CIA, fuck the DOD, fuck the NSA, fuck the GOP. They can suck my dick, hope they all get fleas. Dope. The God MC, there could only be one, you need run Cut a rapper's head off and leave up Absorb the power, of course they sour They see the beast done, I'm a fat rap nut You ain't even pre-cum, see son? You never seen sun when you're buried beneath dung If you're scared of my speech, never heard the streets that I be from Watch me murder a beat when I heard them season release them They just perch in the street for emergency to come treat them My childhood was shaped by West Africa massacre Nowadays it pays if you're less than half as spectacular For cameras, rappers are 
suck faster than Dracula I rap until day that my face is packed with a catheter I am Durantula, dribbling in the clutch Merc your favorite rapper way before I finish the dust Turn niggas to dust, killer deluxe But I'm just sick of styling So I can't even spare a fuck if you would give my album One mic, two mic, three mics, four Fuck mic, life says everybody down Give a shit about you, I don't fuck around Turn the music up, let my people hear the sound One mic, two mics, three mics, four Fuck mic, life says everybody bow I don't give a shit about you, I don't fuck around Just the fucking ring, let a nigga wear the crown my sunglasses at night Yeah, that's cause you're a fucking asshole What I say from my jaws, what they can't wait to deplore Same heads of state that went and set my generation to war Politicians are all spineless salamanders Obama killed way more kids than Adam Lanza Mama told me I'll be the boss like Tony Danza More of a George Costanza to put you on my swagger I'd rather slave away to think of something to say So when it comes to putting words together, dog, I'm a lap rap With that, I still love my son if he's gay But I kick him out the mother the fucking house if he raps whack One mic, two mics, three mics, four Fuck mic, life says everybody down I don't give a shit about you, I don't fuck around Turn the music up, let my people hear the sound One mic, two mics, three mics, four Fuck mic, life says everybody bow I don't give a shit about you, I don't fuck around Kiss the fucking ring, let a nigga wear the crown These niggas are shooting everything up Let's talk about the video for that song. That's a dope-ass video for a really dope-ass song. Indeed. It's called Die Nasty from Dope Knife, his first album, Iconoclast. Yeah, and, and basically he's like, he's out on the street with a camera and some headphones, mm-hmm. and he's he's out there doing the classic stuff. You know, what do you think? Or listen to this, basically. Yeah, one live reactions. Yeah, live reactions. It's a good way to do it. Yeah, it's, it that's the funny. oldest hustle in the book, yeah, in all honesty. Basically, just out there selling CDs. Yeah, so, hey, shout out to him, because there's a lot of fucking screw faces in there. So, <laughs> but at the same time, there's fucking bars for days. And, of course, if you stop down to Honey this Sunday for the Rise of Fall Autumn Showcase, you could see all of that and more, because dude freestyles, dude makes beats. Dude is cold as fuck on a mic, so I'm just saying, see how on point he is, because that's, that's knife. Yeah. I We were talking a little earlier about him. And, like, he reminds me of Blueprint in a lot of ways. Yeah. Because he's kind of, like, the master of all things. But he's he's just doing his own thing at, on the sta- at the same time. He's the master of all things, but he doesn't give a fuck. He's going to do whatever he wants. No. And at the same time, also going along the same tip, it's, like, the same, like, battle vibe. Same, yeah. like, vocal tone. Yeah. When it comes down his to... His vocal tone yeah, is very similar. Because that, that was fucking print back when he was in, like, the like, uh, Scribble Jam days. Soul Position shit, too. Yeah, yeah. Like, no no gimmicks. Remember that song? Fuck yeah. Fucking love that song. Yeah. Hey, so shout out to Blueprint. Shout out to Dope Knife. Shout out to Christopher Michael Jensen for putting on a very dope show that's happening this Sunday night out at Honey. 
with yeah. Isaiah Harper, with Niasia. You got Neon Black. You got Old Souls, Soft Poor Corns in the building doing their DJ tip. And, of course, CMJ is going to be doing everything his way. So it's going to be a good time. It's going to be a good show. And if you want to get your tickets in advance, you can always run over to Fifth Element. Go scoop them up. That way you don't have to wait at the door. So Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of a funny thing. We were talking... It's weird that they have tickets for uh, a show at Honey. Yeah, like it's a it's a weird concept, but I feel like as we all move forward, it might need to be something because I feel like that's how you're gonna get more people to shows. You in were, all honesty, you were, yeah, we were talking about pre-orders, like how that, yeah pre-sales, yeah pre-sales for that is how you get noticed. Yeah, it's how you create demand. Yeah, and I feel like that's another thing that we really need to focus on as a community, an arts-based like cooperative where we want to make sure that we get more shows and bring in a lot more talent. How do we create more of a demand for our scene, our city, our community? How do we get the right people here when we want them to be and not just be another flyover spot? Because we can get like a couple of tours here and there. Like hell, like in the last summer, we had Kendrick Lamar come through, which was banging. You have some big fucking shows. You got gorillas in town last night. And why can't we get more shows like that on daily? Like we are still like an indie hub. Yeah. We are fucking renowned for a lot of shit and everyone that is not necessarily, you know, in the game for fucking, you know, the, the fame itself. Right. Want to come to Minneapolis cause there's some substance here. There's some innovation. There's a lot of good open-minded heads, but sometimes we just kind of get lost in our own sauce for a sec. Like yeah, we, we get we lost got, in it. Yeah. And then like, we get lost in it and then we get stale in it too because there's never not often enough where we have touring artists coming through with local cats on the bill Mm -hmm. like there needs to be more of that so that the people that are coming out for the national tours are seeing what we have to offer here in the city absolutely just basically be involved and take part in the communities yeah like stevie wonder was a great example when he came through uh was a year or two ago okay and so he's playing i believe it was the target center yeah he brought out a whole bunch of people yeah he brought out everybody but before the show he was out kicking in the north side walking around engaging the community finding a feel for it all and really just being a part of the community and wanting to take in everything that minneapolis was right and i feel like that's what we need more artists to do but in order to do that we need to get our Minnesota nice shit actually nice to the point where we aren't fucking bullshit no more. Just like, hey, come through, kick it, let's show you around, you know, let's take them to a spot, get some to eat, really just get a feel for it because then they're going to want to come back. They're going to want to collaborate. This is what, how you're going to maintain a sense of curiosity, wonder, and just like, hey, where you want to go on a tour? I want to go to Minneapolis. I want to go to St. Paul. Yeah. I want to be in Minnesota somewhere and really take in the vibe out there because it's on point. Right. And we know it. We know it's a fucking great place. But sometimes, like we were saying, we get complacent. It, we take it for granted. And it's just, it's backyard shit. But we realize that this can be a global shit. Yeah. So... I don't know. We're gonna talk about that more. I we got some we got some big shit coming. Well, I got a big shit coming. <laughs> big shit popping. Yeah. Little shit stopping. Big shit popping. <laughs> Toilets all dropping. Shout out to TIP. So, but I don't know. We're gonna talk about this more in the next month or so. I think here on the podcast and yeah, elsewhere. Absolutely, I think it's important. Very much. Yeah. But yeah, so I guess, A, go out there, enjoy yourself. There's a shit ton of stuff happening this weekend and the next week, especially Friday. And of course, happy birthday, Hooks. You know, 
doing their thing for space and a lot of great shit and low taking over for the late pass for everyone get back into the swing of things with the academics and just kind of let loose on the weekends and of course you know nothing new release show nomad sunday with c free and the whole free minds crew and then also sunday over at honey you got the rise of fall autumn showcase dope knife christopher michael jensen lysaia harper niasia old souls soft pork corn it's gonna be a time so hey get out there enjoy what you can absolutely well until next week yeah i guess let's get the chips and just dip on into this next one yes indeed this is salsa yeah by free wi-fi shout out to them they fucking doing it of course angelo bombay on the beat how can you compete you can't basically hey so they eating but they're still hungry right here lake views what you mean Look at me, look at me drip with the salsa. The teen and bitch, she called me Papa. She went to kick it like soccer. I took her back to Mikasa. I slide in that bit like a cha cha. I hit that shit like pinata. Look at me drip with the salsa. Cha cha, cha cha, cha cha. Look at me drip with the salsa. The teen and bitch, she called me Papa. She went to kick it like soccer. I slide in that bit like a cha cha. I took her back to Mikasa. Look at me drip with the salsa. Cha cha, cha cha. K Pasa, she wanna fuck with J Plaza. Look at me drip with the salsa. This shit is hot like Sriracha. She shaking it like Morocco. I hit that shit like Pinata. They wanna bell like a Baca. I need a bass like I'm Jaja. Yellow bitch, she call me Papa. Mellow when I'm on the Lala. Hell in the gasolina. I need a bit that can sing like Selena. She move her hip dancing on my Chiquita. Santana on guitar, Maria. In the car, smoke a sativa. Don't need a reason to lie. Oh, I'm dripping like Pico de Gallo on Seco de Mayo. I'm deeper than Jesus' disciples ain't reading no Bible. I'm keeping the rifle like boom. She look at me drip with the sauce. She dripping so wet like a faucet. Cause I be that child like Pauston. I be whipping the sauce with the Pauston. So now she all up in her mood. She eat the dick like I move. She suck me up just like a hose. She mad cause I be having hoes. Smash on the man dead at night. Thirsty bitch, she couldn't wait. Her legs up now, she taking flight. She offer them drugs like the white. Underlay, underlay. I do this shit for the money, babe. Need to make more than that. I'm trying to. Elevate. Can't fuck you every day. My vocal seven said no that she going on fidget cause I just been Look at me drip with the salsa. The teen and bitch she called me Papa. She wanna kick it like soccer. I took her back to me casa. I slide in that bit like a cha cha. I hit that shit like pinata. Look at me drip with the salsa. Cha cha, cha cha, cha cha. Look at me drip with the salsa. The teen and bitch she called me Papa. She went to kick it like soccer. I slide in that bit like a cha cha. I took her back to my casa. Look at me drip with the salsa. Cha cha, cha cha. They not, como te llama? Me, I'm Big Bob. See, I am not. I have to get locked up and get the whole knocked up. I'm daddy, but bitch, I ain't having no thought. Look up in my crib, yelling yo, gabba gabba. I gotta stop you. You getting out of Forget I'm on the run, stick and move like a boxer I need some head, baby, hold your sink You need some bread, well I'm not that Negro Bitch, get out of my bed, tricking out my lingo I ain't making no movies, you'd have got the sequel If you took the fist, we're gonna get your Chico He'll be like, man, I love that free Rafa Ego Matter of fact, why you get me, girl, get some depot También, por qué es necesito Off of the den and I'm a cha-cha, uh Latin bitches like ya-ya, uh I give her dick, she shootin' papa, uh Diamond chain look like agua, uh 
I hit a bitch who can't pause her, uh Deep diving in a saucer, uh I got clips and need an Oscar, uh Fucked around and bought a Casa, uh Tommy gun to make you two-step, uh Probably pull it with a chola, uh Colombians be getting too wet, uh Chola pulling up the Yola, uh Bitch gotta be illegal, ayy So I told her, I saw manana, uh Don't text me on tomorrow, ayy Bitch, I saw manana, Look at me drip with the salsa The team and bitch, she call me papa She went to kick it like soccer I took her back to me casa I slide in that bit like a cha-cha I hit that shit like piñata Look at me drip with the salsa Cha-cha, cha-cha, cha-cha Look at me drip with the salsa The team and bitch, she call me papa She went to kick it like soccer I slide in that bit like a cha-cha I took her back to me casa Look at me drip with the salsa Cha-cha Cha-cha Hey! Cha-cha!